Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Michael Foley, and this is Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo is sponsored by the Center for Humane Living in Phoenix, Arizona, which has as its vision to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. My goal is to incorporate ancient wisdom acquired from a lifelong study of martial arts, formal business leadership and coaching training, and my life experiences as a maternal fetal medicine physician, husband, and father of three to explore strategies for living a happy and fulfilled life. My approach is to use eclectic storytelling to help with the discovery of universal truths that may be applicable to your life. Don't believe anything I say, however. Seek to discover it all for yourself. Let's get started with today's topic. The next story is called The 20-Mile March, Lessons from a book called Great by Choice by Jim Collins. Have we been in a situation where we're having to accomplish something, we're having to get things done, and we're not quite sure how to approach it. Sometimes we just dive in and just go for it, and we call it uh, just kind of let it go, let it all free and try to get to where we need to go as fast as we can. And there are situations where it's more metered and we have to do something called the Kaizen approach, which is progressive small improvements. Well, in the book by Jim Collins, Greet by Choice, he gives us a wonderful story called the 20 Mile March. It tells us the story of two explorers that are essentially trying to get to the South Pole. And it's kind of like a race. One of the explorers is named Admundsen, and the other is named Scott. Now, they are both have different approaches to try to get to the South Pole. Um, Scott was kind of go-for-it kind of guy. And what he tried to do is they started off, and if they got great weather, they go as far as they can go in his dog sleds, and he would race as far as he can go, uh, sometimes 40, 60 miles in the one day if they had good weather and a lot of sun, sunlight. And then what they found is they were exhausted when they got there, and uh, they had to prepare for the next day of the long journey, and there was a big snowstorm. And the big snowstorm made them have to hucker down because both their animals and their supplies and themselves were exhausted after the long 40 to 60 mile march the day before. So they had to hunker down for a couple of days, let the storm go by. And then once the sun came out again and the weather got better, they decided to go for it again. And instead of just going a few miles, they went another 30 to 40 miles. Again, they ran into the same situation. <laughs> their dogs were tired, they were exhausted. They were limiting their supplies because they're using their supplies during their trip more readily. Again, they find themselves accounting bad weather and, and, and bad outcome in regard to the, the snow, and they'd have to hucker down again and exhausting. And as they continue to move forward, it got colder and they ran out of supplies. And unfortunately, the whole party, led by Scott, all died. Never made it to the South Pole. The other group, Admundsen, he had a different approach. He decided 
that they were going to do 20 miles every day, rain or shine, snow, snowstorm or whatever. They were going to do 20 miles. The first day they took off, they went 20 miles and they stopped, even though it was so beautiful out still and there was no snow and everybody seemed like they were doing fine. They stopped. They took a break. They fed their dogs. They drank water. They rested. And the very next day they got up, even though there was a snowstorm, they went 20 miles because they were rested enough to be able to endure the difficulty. The next day they did 20 miles again. And 20 miles, 20 miles, 20 miles every day. They were able to conserve their resources and they were able to make it through the harsh environment, even though it was snowing. And they made it to the South Pole. The Edmondson Group was successful, as Jim Collins tells us, because they practice three major principles. Principle number one is fanatic discipline. They kept this fanatic discipline to keep them on track. Their consistency of action was in line with their vision of getting to the South Pole, their values of how to take care of themselves, and their goals to make it every day. 20 miles, 20 miles, 20 miles. Fanatic discipline to do that. The second is empiric creativity. They got to keep things vibrant. They had to keep things alive. They relied on empirical evidence to make bold and creative moves from the sound evidence. They knew what they needed to do because they planned ahead. They knew how to approach a 20-mile march from sound evidence on how to get there. Empiric creativity. The third is a productive paranoia. This is what kept them alive. They needed to maintain their health and well-being as they continued to move forward so they didn't run out of energy and supplies. It was a hypervigilance. They were highly attuned to the potential threats in the environment, the changes that could occur from time to time, and the use and utilization of the resources around them. Jim Collins said that Edmondson practiced fanatic discipline, empiric creativity, and productive paranoia in a way that allowed them to be successful in their journey. So what does this mean to us? What does it mean to us in our day-to-day activities? Is this applicable to our work at school, our time on the job, to work within an organization, a team, a family. We need to think like Adminson did. We need to be on a 20-mile march. If we think that we're going to try to get there all of a sudden by just going blitzkrieg on everything and rapidly moving to try to get to our goal too quickly, we run out of resources, both energy and emotion and physical We can't get there. We can't go the 40 to 60 miles and then be exhausted and not go another day. We need that fanatic discipline to keep ourselves on track. We got to say it's okay to do a little every day in order to get to our goal. Sometimes it's better to conserve our energy, to preserve the thinking that we have, to come up with new creative ideas, to follow the evidence of empiric creativity to allow us 
to keep vibrant and excited about what we're trying to achieve in life, to make those bold and creative moves and do so with the evidence that's around us to be able to make good decisions and not exhaust ourselves emotionally, physically, and financially to achieve a certain goal. And to move through it with a certain amount of productive paranoia, where we want to keep ourselves alive during this journey of life and, and actually be vigilant to the things around us. Our relationships that are around us that are important. Our health. The threats out there to us. To be aware of these and to have the resources so it enables us to be able to be successful and to get to our journey. I love this whole concept of a 20-mile march. I think we should take a look at it in your own life in a way that, hey, let's just do a little bit at a time to get to where we need to go. If we do that 20-mile, 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 we're going to be successful because we're going to be able to follow the principles outlined by Jim Collins. And in the same way, we're going to be able to be successful like Edmondson was and to be able to conserve the resources and energies to be able to achieve our goals of life. Although we're not going to the South Pole, we have these big decisions in our life that require us to have a substantial amount of energy, productivity, and creativity to be able to be successful. And to do so, we have to conserve and then express it. Conserve it and express it. It's the 20-mile march of life. Thank you for listening to our podcast, Inspire, Empower, and Enable, Life Lessons from the Dojo. We hope the information shared perturbs new thinking about finding fulfillment and harmony in your lives. We hope to inspire all people to live peaceful and compassionate lives. So feel free to share this podcast widely with members of your family, at work, and at school. If you find the information helpful, please subscribe so that further episodes are sent your direction.